0: Join us each week to meet senior living experts and inspirational seniors who are following their dreams. The fact is, we're all aging, so why not do it in style? Hi, welcome to today's episode of Aging in Style with Lori Williams. Our topic today is going home for the holidays and tips to look for to make sure that our parents or grandparents or other senior loved ones are healthy and safe. So a lot of questions that I get over the years that I've been doing senior living <laughs> of people who call me after they have gone home to visit at Thanksgiving or Christmas, and they are just absolutely alarmed at the condition either of their parents home, or that there's been a significant decline in uh, memory or just, you know, in, in their health in general. So what happens is a lot of us live states away from our parents. I know that I do. That's the case here that I'm in Texas, and my mother's in Louisiana. So we don't get to see each other as often as we would like and add to that COVID and a lot of us are not have not been able to go and visit our family like we normally would I normally would have traveled home in uh, the summer to visit my mom but you know we were right in the midst of COVID my mom is in her 80s her husband's in his 80s and unfortunately he had a triple bypass right before COVID started so you know, obviously, we're trying to err on the side of caution and not expose them to anything that we could be exposed to. And I think we're all kind of falling into the same problem that we want to lay eyes on our parents, but maybe it's been a bit longer than we like. So uh, hopefully, if you are able to visit with your parents, these are some tips, some red flags that I want to share with you so that you can be aware of these things and um, you know if it looks like your parents have declined or there's some issues some some things that are going on um, we're going to put together a plan of action just so that you can get resources to help them stay safe and independent because that's you know that's the bottom line here we want our senior family members safe healthy and independent as long as possible So question for you, do you think that your parents keep secrets from you? You probably answered yes. I hope you did because (laughs) they do. And they're not keeping secrets from us because they are, you know, trying to lie to us or whatever. A lot of times they're going to keep secrets because they don't want to be a burden to us. They don't want to bother us. They know that we are, you know, living busy lives and they just don't want to add to it. Um, They also are fearful that their independence may be slipping away, or they could even be embarrassed uh, to ask for your help. So if you're, you know, your big, strong dad, he's suddenly falling, he may be too embarrassed to tell you about that, Um, even though, you know, clearly there's some solutions we need to put in place and we need to find out what's going on, what's causing his falls. um, You know, he may not be open to sharing that with you. So what you're gonna do when you travel home to visit you know, with your family, or you know, we're living in the COVID time, so let's kind of think about this. Maybe we can't travel home, but we could always Zoom or FaceTime, or you know, there's other ways we've got to get creative here. So, um, but let's just, from this point of view, we'll just be saying like you're going home and you're visiting your parents. So here's some things to, to look for that are red flags. Number one, when you, you know, arrive to see your parents take kind of take it all in. Let's see how they look. How's their hygiene? How, you know, physically, how are they looking? Um, Has there been a significant weight loss that was unintended? Does your mom maybe does she look very frail all of a sudden when she didn't look that way in the past? How are their clothes looking? Are their clothes dirty? All of this could speak to that maybe there's there could be some dementia going on. There could be just they're not feeling well. There's a lot of different reasons for that depression. So we want to just kind of take note of these things as I list them out. Okay, number two, mobility, how are they getting around? So if the last time you visited, your dad was, you know, walking fine, he was just doing great, like he's always done. But now he's kind of hunched over. Maybe he's um, shuffling his feet, perhaps your mom stands up and she's very dizzy looks very you know just a little off balance so these are some things to kind of look for and and ask you know and we'll get into that further in the podcast about having that conversation but you know some of these things could be maybe there's new medication that they're taking that's causing some dizziness maybe there's some you know a new health issue something else going on are there bruises on them that kind of unexplained bruises and maybe they're laughing it off and not wanting to share with you, but just some things to sort of take in. We did a podcast last week with Jackie Archer, and it was episode number 20, Fall Prevention. I would recommend that you go listen to that one because it gives you lots of tips, um, things to look for when uh, someone suddenly starts to fall, what's causing it, ways to help them stay safe and prevent falls. Really good episode to, to listen to. Third clue, something to look for um, when you go into their home, so you've kind of taken in their appearance, you've taken in, you know, or how they are getting around. Let's take a look in the kitchen. Open the pantry up, look in the fridge. So is there no food or the food that's in there? Maybe like really not nutritious foods. So maybe there's chips, cookies, things that are just not healthy, just kind of a lot of snack foods, processed foods. Um, Look in the fridge. This would be a change if your mom always cooked fabulous, healthy meals, and now there's nothing in the fridge or there's uh, science experiments in there, <laughs> you know, just moldy, nasty things. Um, that's that's definitely a concern. Something's going on. Is mom just not wanting to cook anymore? Is she just sort of over that? Is she not able to? What What's happening? So this is something to look into. Fourth red flag or clue to look for is check out the house. How does the house look? I mean, if your mom was always just a meticulous housekeeper, and the house is a mess now, that's a clue. You know, is she in pain? Is she just, you know, maybe her back is hurting? Is it just she just can't keep up with cleaning the house? Are there stacks of magazines and newspapers and just clutter everywhere? Not only is that concerning, but that's a fall hazard. And we, you know, that's one of the things we want to do. We want to prevent them from falling. So just take in and, and look at the house just see what's going on. If it doesn't look like what you're you know accustomed to their house usually looking like there's something going on look at the yard you know maybe your dad was one of these guys who his yard was his pride and joy you know it was always perfectly mowed it went you know some people mow it like where it goes like I don't know like diagonal or something I'm not that fancy but <laughs> maybe that's how your dad was and now the lawn is overgrown it just doesn't look like it normally looks so you know is his health is something happening is he depressed i mean so so many many things fifth red flag take a look at the car okay so this one may be very surprising to you take a look it may have dents and dings and the uh, side mirror hanging off Uh, the garage may have been hit a couple of times so just kind of investigate that and I know whenever I think of the car and seniors it always reminds me of my grandfather I remember visiting him in the early 80s, and I was probably like 16 or so. And he lived in New Orleans. And if you've ever been to New Orleans in the residential areas, a lot of times especially kind of the older areas you know their cars are lined up in front of the houses so just lined up in the street there's all these cars so it makes the streets really narrow and i remember my grandfather just you know going to the grocery with him and he's just in this huge boat of a car we're just flying up this narrow street and the whole time he's telling me yeah you know i hit a car um, at the grocery the other day and this lady was so nice about it and then i hit another car (laughs) And I'm thinking, oh no, I think it's time he stops driving. So so that's something to look for as well. How's the car looking? Sixth clue, change in their mood or behavior. If, you know, if your mom was always a super happy, positive, peppy person and all of a sudden she's anxious and depressed. And, you know, that's just something we need to look into, what's happening. And and I will say with COVID again, it's you know, things are not normal obviously none of us are doing things that the way we used to do and we've had to cut out a lot of um, social interaction and and that has really affected our seniors and i know some seniors who have not left their homes since march since all this started i would go crazy so i mean I, I can imagine, you know, the depression that some of our seniors are feeling right now if they have not been able to leave their home, they're not able to go to their church, they're not able to see their friends and go to the senior center or whatever it is that they did to get that piece of that social interaction, which is so, so important to all of us. What about hobbies? Maybe your mom was you know, she always sewed, and she's not sewing now. What's happening? Is it physically that, you know, her hands, does she have arthritis? Or if your dad was just a voracious reader, and he's no longer reading? Is it his vision? Is it, you know, is he's not able to retain what he's reading? You know, just other clues to look for. Another one would be just like really low energy or disengaging with friends and family. So maybe you used to call your mom and you were on the phone for 45 minutes and now you call and she just, you know, five minutes. Yeah, I got to go, you know, not really engaged with a conversation. And then our last clue to look for is memory loss. So really important. And a lot of times, like I said, people will call me after they've gone home to visit. And this is one of the big things that they notice is that, oh, my gosh, you know, dad's so forgetful all of a sudden, Uh, or mom is repeating the same story over and over, Um, maybe not changing their clothes, like you're there for, say, a four or five day visit you hear the shower, there's you know, you know your mom is showering, but then she comes out and she's wearing the same clothes that she has had on for your entire visit. That's, you know, definitely a red flag. Misplacing items, short-term memory loss, just difficulty holding a conversation again behavior changes um big one to look for go in the kitchen and look at their cookware the bottom of the cookware if it's scorched on the bottom this is a good indicator that they are forgetting food cooking on the stove which obviously could be a fire hazard so that is a definite a big red flag for you also a lot of clutter unopened mail unpaid bills just bills stacking up and again, you know, I've had people call and tell me this, you know, listen, my dad always, you know, he was an accountant, he pays his bills, and he's not opening the bills there. You know, there's all these bills that have not been paid. Again, something's going on with memory right there. Okay, these seven red flags are the ones that we really need to be aware of. There's others, but I think these are the, the top ones to really be on the lookout for. So what's next? you need to have a conversation with your parents and you know what that's one of those things i know i just said have that conversation and you probably got a lump in your throat you might have got like that pit in your stomach because you know what it's not easy to have these conversations with your parents so the holidays though are a good time to do it so what you're gonna do is just get in the good space here You're not going to be judgmental. You're not going to be um, like preaching to your parents or accusing them of anything. You just want to have just be there and kind of like form an alliance with them. Like we're going to figure this out together. You're going to be very respectful because your goal is to be sure that you know they're safe, that they're having the best quality of life, and you're going to help them maintain their independence because that's what everyone wants is independence. But there's things we can do to help them live a better life and be more independent. So to kind of start the conversation, here's a couple of ways that you could do that. You could share an article, um, like a magazine article or a story that you heard. For example, you notice your mom's seems a little unsteady on her feet. Well, you might say, hey, you know what, I just listened to a podcast the other day about fall prevention. And you know, these walkers are pretty amazing. Have you thought about getting a walker? And you could be more independent. You know, that may be a way of opening a conversation. Just, you know, keep it real casual. You could also just be very straightforward and ask permission to discuss a topic. So you could say, okay, dad, when I've noticed something since I've been here visiting, I noticed that y'all don't have a lot of food in the pantry in the fridge. You know, what's going on? Is this something we can talk about? Because you could help them maybe get meals on wheels or whatever, you can find some solutions to help them with this that they may just be too embarrassed to talk to you about, but you're there to be helpful to them. You could also ask um, a doctor to be present or to be available. This is really good. If someone needs to give up driving, you definitely want to put that on the doctor to say it's not safe (laughs) to drive. That They take it much better, in my experience, if they hear from a doctor instead of from you saying you need to stop driving. Also, maybe someone from church, pastor, minister, dear friends, someone that they trust, have them come in and be part like a support for you as you bring up some of these um, topics with them or red flags that you've seen. And another one that I really like is ask, if they had experiences with their own parents. So like, for example, my mother, she had the experience of caring for her mother who had dementia. So she knows what that's all about. She saw a red flag, she had to address them, she had to find solutions for her mother. And she did all that out of you know, love and respect for her mother to make sure that she was as independent as long as possible and had the care that she needed. So that's exactly what you're doing for your parents, you're coming to this from a place of love and respect for your parents, that you know, you want them to be happy, safe, healthy. So I think that's that's a good way to kind of start that conversation. So once you've kind of identified these red flags, you've Open the conversation, some communication with your parents. Your next step is to make a plan. So you have noticed some red flags you can't just like put blinders on and be like i didn't see that (laughs) you know you have to step up and you have to address it and some could be like a really simple fix so for example if your mom is you know unsteady kind of holding on to furniture walking let's look at getting a walker for her so that's that's easy add a walker maybe help her clear some paths in the house. Maybe you notice that she's kind of building up a little clutter. There's some, you know, newspapers and magazines, just things that look like, you know, she could fall. That's a, that's a tripping hazard or area rugs, you know, things like that. So that's an easy fix. Maybe take the case of that there's no food in the house. Okay, let's figure out what's going on here. Is it that they're no longer driving they're not comfortable going out with covid your mom is just done with cooking she does she doesn't feel good she can't stand up for long at the stove and cook you know maybe they're also very lonely and depressed, and they need that socialization. This would be a good example of needing an independent living community. So maybe it's time to open that conversation that, hey, you know, this is just too much taking care of the house, taking care of meals, and and you guys are lonely. So let's look at what an independent living community would look like for you. So, you know, they could get their meals, they could have other people to socialize with and do activities, and they would have transportation as well well. Another case might be, you know, you go home and you haven't seen mom in a, in a year. And say so she was a little forgetful a year ago. Well, now you're seeing some huge red flags. You know, she's not changing her clothes. The house is a mess. The cookware scorched. Her next door neighbor says to you, hey, your mom came over to my house at, you know, six in the morning and was confused this has happened before y'all so I mean these are huge red flags so now maybe we're looking we need to go memory care because she needs to be safe so I hope this kind of helps you see the big picture and what kind of red flags to look for when you are home visiting and you know I know this is a, a daunting task nobody likes to have this conversation with their parents nobody likes to think about our parents getting older and needing assistance, and it's a hard thing. We see these red flags, we have to act on them, and we have to open that conversation with them and help to make a plan so I hope this helps you and I want to also direct you guys over to my website because I have a lot of good resources a lot of free resources over there all my podcasts are listed there too so you can go back and listen to the one on fall prevention also sign up for my newsletter I just started a newsletter and we're going to be sending out all kinds of great information and resources and stuff so be sure to go over to the website it's um, www.laurie williams-seniorservices.com. So that's what we have today. And you guys go look for those red flags. And if you find them, let's talk. I'm here for you. Thanks for joining us. See you next week.